Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bald and Bonkers show. Join your hosts Christopher Mole and Dakota Franson as they take you on a wild ride through the world of the supernatural with a humorous twist that'll have you laughing and shaking in your boots at the same time. From ghosts to aliens to cryptids, no topic is off limits on this show. And the best part? You don't have to be a believer to join in on the fun. So grab a drink, kick back and tune in every weekend for new episodes. And if you want even more of the Bald and Bonkers experience, be sure to subscribe to our Patreon page for exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. Let's get weird. Oh, and for the whiners out there, viewer discretion is advised. There you go, you entitled pricks. I see someone else likes the entitled pricks line. <laughs> I was over. Okay. Chris, hello. I think he's... Absolutely brilliant. I mean, I think it's brilliant because we do have our trolls out there. We do have people that don't like us because we talk about the truth and stuff like that. And I just love it. I just, I just, I can imagine the trolls sitting watching this right now. And then that trailer starts you entitled pricks. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has gotten some attention and notice that. We don't get a lot of people trying to stir crap up ever since we run in it. So it, somehow it's working. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, no. Hey, who knows? But tonight, ladies so and gentlemen, Brett, it's, we have... it's very, very nice to meet you. Yes. Very nice to meet both of you too. <laughs> this is going to be a fun episode. This is going to be a fun uh, conversation, I think. So, Dakota, are you breaking up? Would you like to do this? Because I'm breaking up a bit for some weird reason. I was about to say, you're, we're kind of talking Ooh, over each other a bit. With how bad it's going. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris has been smoking way yeah. too much CBD product. Uh, he thinks that he has someone... <laughs> he thinks he has someone tapping into this very conversation right now. I don't smoke... <laughs> The number of times I've seen this man's eyes dilated. I've not, I've not had any CBD products for about four months. I've, honestly, I haven't had any CBD products for about four months now. But it's, I actually have to stop doing that. I, I don't vape anymore because I, I find that vaping's actually dangerous for me. Because I've seen, I've seen a lot of reports out there that vaping. So, Brett, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Uh, I mean, professionally speaking, I am a JavaScript developer. I taught myself how to program. Long story cut short, I got a good job as a developer, and I've been working there ever since. Um, I love programming and technology, but in a larger sense, I'm interested in subjects like uh, AI, uh, cyberspace, transhumanism, um, the relationship between the average person and high technology, uh, magic, uh, divination, all sorts of different subjects like that. Uh, and shamanism as well, techno-shamanism, techno-paganism, those kinds of topics I feel are just one big ball of wax that I like to work with on a regular basis. So it's pretty cool. I think it's a lot of fun. That is interesting. Uh, when I went to read, read your email, I was that's like, really, I've never heard of that. I've heard right, of like paganism. And I've, I've heard of like paganism and I've heard I've heard, I, but I've heard the paganism and I've heard the, like other stuff that you mentioned there, but I've never heard the techno paganism. 
what's what's that? Can you explain that a bit more? Sure. Yes. Technopaganism, just simply put, is taking the traditions of paganism, the modalities of the pagan mindset, and bringing them onto or into yeah. the high tech world. It's just it's yeah. paganism with technology, and that can be anything from using software to for biblio bibliomancy or social media to feed egregors or uh, a shadow a book of shadows on your uh, computer um, using uh, using technology with paganism is actually a lot easier and a lot more i think uh effective than not that's just that's my opinion but well, considering the integration that technology has, especially these days where you can even get toilets that you can post from Twitter, that explains most of the content these days. It certainly does make sense that technology and internet integration would have some sort of effect on the global mentality and the mecha other mechanics behind magic. Yes. Uh I think the core message, if I was to say anything today, the core message is that there is a resurgence of interest in technomancy, technology and paganism, technology and shamanism. It's, it's sort of a revitalization of that uh, trend that occurred back in the 90s when it really all started. Technopaganism kind of got its roots in the early 90s. And in 2023, just in, in fact, especially during the pandemic, but post-pandemic in the world we live in today, uh, it is coming back into into swing and i'm noticing a lot of conversation about it i run a small meetup group about technomancy and my own efforts to create that to feed that momentum because i want to i want to see it spread i want to see technopaganism become a thing again because it's it's it is the future and it's it's a mix of ancient and the future and then and the ancient and today's technology which is the future and that is extremely potent there's a lot you can do there. A lot you can do there. But doubt about it. But now we got to talking a little bit earlier about artificial intelligence and just how much it's starting to integrate, say, like with social media, with when it comes to advertising, where, you know, they say you don't even have to say anything about it. You can just be randomly thinking, oh, we're running low on cat litter. Next thing you know, there's a thing of cat litter all sun popping up on your Facebook. Would you say that AI would play a part of it? Yes, absolutely. It's probably the um, it's probably the most important element besides your data is the artificial intelligence. Your data is what basically causes the action to happen in the first place. But the artificial intelligence is the hand that guides the data back to you or the advertisement to you. It not only hands it to you, but creates it. Creates the language and the, the imagery and the, the product that's being sold or the service that's being promoted, for sure. And it's, it's we, we're also talking about the future of that and how it's going to uh, become more sophisticated and more personalized and even more intimate is the word to use more personal and intimate. Uh, I, I'm not saying one way or another, if that's good or bad, I'm just saying that that's definitely where a lot of people in advertising technology want to take the subject is just the more, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. Uh, um, what is that with Tom Cruise minority report where they could scan mm. your eyes. And there's the scene where he enters uh, yeah. a store. 
with another person's eyes in his head and it talks to him the the computer talks to him like he was the other gentleman but the point is, is that they identified him they tried to sell him based on another person's identity that's the kind of stuff not the other eyes in your head but the, the scanning of your identity or the knowing of who you are and what you're needing uh yes that is very real it's kind of spooky when you really think about it just how much has to be seen about us in the first place and for this to make this possible mm-hmm. a tremendous amount of data christopher it's 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 really scary it really is scary the way technology is changing because i i'm i'm quite i'm 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 nearly 42 and i obviously i'm an 80s kid and i can remember when when computers first really kind of came out well in the 80s and the, <laughs> they, were, they were huge and the wee screen and and you couldn't really do that much with them i mean you could play maybe pink pong or whatever it was called you could maybe do that but it, when the game consoles started to come out, that's when it all started to change. The game consoles started to get better and better and better. And look at it now. I mean, the technology now is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. About 30 years ago. It's scary to think. I was actually sitting think, thinking the other night there, I'm 42. What's it going to be like when I'm 70, if I'm still here? I mean, what's the technology going to be like? And I'm kind of worried with the artificial intelligence aspect here. Because I don't, I don't want to, that taking over his life. Because it's going to come, self-driving cars, self-driving aircraft, self-driving trucks. Where do you see, where do you see, AI playing a part in like maybe self-driving vehicles in the future? That's a really critical question because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot at stake with that question. Mm-hmm. Jobs. Uh, uh, yeah. jobs i mean that's probably the biggest mm-hmm. thing that is at risk with losing artificial with losing yeah. the ability to put humans behind steering wheels um for instance uber uber eats their mm-hmm. their long-term game plan is ai driven cars it, they're using our data that we yeah. give them right now to build a business model to create a fleet yes. of driverless cars for deliveries and transporting people so this stuff is really in in the works and uh where do I see artificial intelligence playing in driverless cars? Uh, that depends on regulations and that depends on the population sentiment because if the population doesn't want to embrace AI, it will uh, likely yeah. manifest in different ways. But uh, artificial intelligence will probably be with self-driving cars five to 10 years before it's uh, introduced to the public. That's my guess. Uh, but as I understand it right now, it is not very sophisticated and it is not very widely used like uh, autonomous dri- autonomously driving ve- driving vehicles like cars in urban uh, settings are not widely used. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen them in San Francisco. I know they're used in parts of Arizona and Texas, but they're not widely used in uh, as I'm un- aware of them in our world today because of the dynamic nature that is the urban landscape or the street. It's very difficult to create this technology as I've been told. And mm-hmm. it's not sophisticated enough to launch publicly. At least that's my understanding. I mean, I see, I see, I see what you're saying there because 
because of self-driving cars and stuff like that. But there is an aspect that I'm kind of worried about, right? There's a, I don't know, I just heard like a weird noise there. Did you hear that? Um, there's an aspect I would like to look at. Like, I've, obviously, a lot of people are up in arms against like people spying on you. Like people with street cameras. And I was actually talking to someone the other day, we mentioned their name, and they were talking about how it's AI will lead in the future to like, basically look for criminals and stuff, how it works in computers. You know how you've cameras everywhere, mm -hmm. like a police state kind of system, but it'll be AI that controls that. What's your opinion on that? Like security wise, and obviously getting into people's lives like they should now. Yes. Uh that apparatus, that that sort of network of networks, uh, as I understand it, that is something that already exists, but it is a it is a private public uh, partnership at this point. Uh, a lot of the technology is in private industry and the public uh, public security services like the police and the fire department and the ambulances, they pay the private industries for access to this technology um, for both data collection, data analysis, and uh, people identification, uh, trend analysis. But, at the, but my point is, is that there will likely be a fusion of those two sides of that coin in the near future to be one side of the same coin, just the same exact thing, where the, the private industry provides these services to the public, uh, protective services with no barriers between. And that that is what it might become. And I'm not saying that's what it is already or what it will become, but uh, if it does become that, um, that's when you'll see something like what you're talking about exist very out in the open. But maybe not. Maybe not out in the open. Maybe it'll be invisible. Maybe it'll be the uh, the glass cage that we all live within, that surrounds us that we can't see, that controls everything that we do. I don't. I'm not certain. But with with AI and security, uh, you got to be careful. You know your facts uh, on that subject. That's all I'll say. Mm -hmm. You got to know your facts because you can get very speculative yeah. very quickly. Yeah. And. That is honestly something that Chris yeah. has a bad habit of. You know, we get to talking about all the litigation that's needed. I mean, when you really think about put things into perspective, a lot of the issue we have just with typical technology today is that the wrong people are realizing the, the potential way too fast. And that's for sure. yeah, I have to start to wonder if they need age limits in government bodies just because it's a completely different world as it was just pre-pandemic you know we already can't have legislatures actually be knowledgeable of these things you know we were talking about driving self-driving cars but a lot of the reason that you probably don't see them nowadays as widely used as they want them is the fact that these cars are running people over and they're not exactly sure who to put the blame on in those instances or at least that's been yeah. my observation of it. That is something I have seen as well. And a corollary to that is copyright law. Or the United... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hmm? I think Chris was going to say something. I no, think I'm... there might so, be a no, delay it's on okay. Chris. It's just so your cameras keep turning off for me. Huh. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's about a 30-second delay in my end, and I don't understand why it's doing it because i'm i'm running nearly 500 megs per second wow 
So there's mm. something going on. Some middleman or yeah. middle interference. It's very, very strange. I, I, I've just run an internet speed and it, it's fine, which is strange. Plug the Xbox. I'm getting the a little, Alexa. I can hear chatter. I can hear like everything's everything. Everything's unplugged. Everything's unplugged. There's nobody in the house using anything, and it, and it's fiber cable. It's fiber optic, and it, it's absolutely fine, which is strange and. I've noticed this when I see when I do like my paranormal show on my other channel, I don't have this problem. Unless the other night there was four people, it was like a week ago I had some of the weirdness. But this is your cameras just keep turning off on me. I, I can't really see you right now. I can't see you. It keeps going off and on and off and on your cameras. Wow. Yeah. So I think there's something going on. I really do. Yeah. There you go. It's the AI. It's, 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 it's became aware. It knows we're talking about them. It, it could be. It could be that. It's not necessarily that it is that. It could be that. I, I would say that what you're experiencing right now is something that I've experienced in another sense. And I would, I would suggest being open as to why it is happening because it may not be what you expect. It's not to say that it's not happening. I would definitely say if you're experiencing it, it is happening. Uh, but maybe it has something to do with something that you might not expect, because that's what I've discovered with malperforming technology, is that it has more to do with me than it does my environment. My my relationship to the technology impacts the performance of that technology. It's uh, it just be open to different sorts of yeah. What are you looking up, Christopher? <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, honestly, I, 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 honestly, I'm, I'm actually, it's really, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's one of the things. It's like, it's, it's, no, it's, it's weird, and it's. I've actually been trying to fix this for a week. I actually tried, and I actually, actually, what I did was, I thought, right, it's maybe no man on that. It's maybe something in my internet. Maybe it's my internet that's wrong. So I connected my to my five G, right. And my 5G runs at nearly, everybody knows, nearly about six, seven hundred megs per second. Everybody knows that. And it was still doing it. And it was still doing it. And I thought, right, maybe, maybe it's the laptop. So I've got another laptop there. So I changed the laptop and it's still doing it. Huh. So there you go. Well, it's about two weeks ago. I was trying to reach out to Bob Lazar, so maybe there's a connection. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. It's I... <laughs> not your fault. Is it? It's your. It... See, I've just, I've just connected to my five G right now, and I'm running six hundred and seventy-five megs per second. Bob Lazar. Yeah, Eric. Talked about Area 51. Wait, yeah. wait, don't Google them. <laughs> don't Google them. You're going to be targeted next. Sniper's oh. fixed on his position. Well, <laughs> he's in That's interesting. I didn't know that. He's a former intelligence secretary. Oh, no. No, he's not. I. Uh, anyways, I see who you're talking about, though. That's interesting. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. Stranger it's things have happened. That, it's ever since that. It, yeah, sure. It's, blame it on me. 
to be honest with you, I think I know what it is because no, no, to be honest with you, I think I think I do know what it is because I'm not the only one that's experiencing problems like this. I've got friends that live near me that, that do their own channels and they're all experiencing weird problems with StreamYards. Hmm. It's StreamYards lately has been no working right at all. If I go live for YouTube on just YouTube, it's fine. <sighs> what? What? He's not he's dyslexic. He's not gonna get it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything if you're not gonna say anything. This is <laughs> this is your show, man. I don't see what you're talking about. Maybe the delay made it to where he didn't see it's, it. It's, 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 I, honestly, I, I don't know what's going on with the internet. It's weird. <laughs> all I got to say is watch the replay, Chris. You may find out what I did. <laughs> it's nothing detrimental. It's just, he's, he's having fun. It's your your cameras. Are, I can't see you guys. By the way, I just want to put that out there. I can't see you. I can just see these. That's interesting. Hmm. So you see like I can't black see screens whatsoever. I've just got these screens that are going to do like that in circles. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to back out and I'll come back in in five minutes. I want to try something. Right? Just use keep the interview going to go. All right. That's fine. Well, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, that it does, it does happen. You know, it, it's not a, it's not the end of the world, but it does happen. Also, thinking that just knowing how Chris is, he may not be shutting down his computer all the way like you think he is, and you know everything's getting all bunged up because of that. Interesting. Does he? I don't know. Yeah. He, can only guess. He's all the way in Scotland. I'm here in the U.S., so it's not like I can just hop on a jet anytime to go fix his computer problems. No, I need he Elon was... Musk. I need Elon Musk to finance that trip. <laughs> it would be simpler to to mail him the computer, a new computer. Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, uh, but in, you know, I, I think. I think that, that what this is kind of hinting at is that technology is not perfect. Technology is, I think what we're experiencing right now is that technology is not seamless. It's not 100%. And that that is where uh, AI regulation is important. That We were talking about that beforehand. Uh -huh. uh, where getting the government to, or getting having the government or some sort of body of authority uh, determine what kind of behavior is acceptable with AI is a very controversial but very important uh, thing to happen. There are a lot of people who want to make AI, who want to regulate AI uh, right now and very strongly. There are also people who want to say that the printing press wasn't censored by the Catholic Church, so why should we, why should we stop AI development? Why should we listen to you? if you're going to tell us how to develop our technologies, because it's that important. It's, it's a very uh, interesting dialogue right now. So, can you hear me better now? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 honest, I went in my 
Norton things saying that there's something going on. So I don't know what that is. Let me check that in a wee while. So it's quite strange. You know? So I mean, a question for you. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I, can't do, I can't do any more, you know? I've actually got an interesting question. Where do you see the future of robotics with AI? That is a very good question. Uh, because if, if robotics matures, if we get functional robotics, if we actually get machines that can be as dexterous as humans, AI inside that, mach that machine is uh, super warrior. It's, it's, uh, you can't stop those machines. They're going to be able to jump off yeah. buildings and survive. They're going to be able to wield weapons and analyze situations perfectly uh, with their sensors and their, their, their machinery. And AI will be able to make that just superhuman, superhuman, if that makes sense. But that's only if the machines become that developed, uh, uh, right? Because right now they're not. They, they're trying to make the machines that well-developed, but they're not there yet. Um, they're just not there yet that I'm aware of. It's if, if, they become a, if they become available to like police departments and militaries and private buyers, then you'll have armies of... of robots that could do things that no human could ever do ever ever do without the assistance of uh, technology to begin with like jump 150 feet into the air or run you know 75 miles an hour or uh, swim and fly those kinds of things will that if if robotics becomes uh, 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 if robotics matures like a lot of people think and they're trying to make it happen it'll be a different world We'll have a totally different world to, to deal with. Yeah, it will not. It will not be a human world anymore. It will be a human and robot world. I'm no doubt about that. See, it, it, it's going to happen. It is going to happen. I mean, I can, I can. If you watch like old TV programs from like the early '80s and early '90s, oh yes, and some of their mad inventions that they had then obviously never came true. But look at look look at how the the mobile phone has progressed. It started off as this big brick with a ginormous aerial. I can actually, I don't know, I know someone that had one of them. And look at it now. It's like, it, it's got more computing power than, well, anything really. It's, it can, the computer that's in a mobile phone now is amazing. It's got cameras, video, 4K, TV screens. It is going to happen. I mean, either DARPA, they make the robots, everybody's seen the robots jumping about doing their things. But then you've got Mr. Elon Musk coming out. We're saying that he's bringing out like his own version of robots. Mm -hmm. But I'm a, I'm afraid that obviously techno. Obviously, like, this is what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of AI becoming aware, right? But let's face it, it has in the past. It's it's had in the past where the two computers started talking to each other, and they had to unplug them. Right, so what is if it becomes unaware, and then aware? Sorry, and then it decides that we're the ants and it's God. That is a distinct possibility. That is an absolutely distinct possibility. There are not only are there people that want to worship technology already as gods, but there are people that want to make AI as powerful as possible, so that it will be able to see us as. A body as a collective instead of 
just be one of the humans. It'll be uh, something above the humans because it'll be so intelligent, so well connected. And in terms of whether we worship it, whether we resist it, whether we try to understand it and can't, um, that that is something that is absolutely a critical question. And I don't know what's going to happen with that if it becomes with AI, if it becomes a, an artificial general intelligence. An artificial general intelligence is a self-aware, uh, mm-hmm. superhuman intelligent machine that has the potential to uh, improve itself faster and faster and faster. So it becomes, uh, like you're saying, a deity, a god. Uh, that that is that is the singularity in a nutshell. And if the singularity were to happen tomorrow, I don't think I don't think we're even close to being ready for that kind of experience. It would be a shock to everyone's fundamental systems, and it would it would probably be the end of society if it happened today. It would mm-hmm. probably be the end of the world because it would it would just so radically change everything so fundamentally, so quickly, See. instantly. Here's a here's an interesting one. I mean, right? Say say next week, a supercomputer somewhere in the world becomes aware, right? It becomes aware. What do you do with something like that that comes aware? You can't exactly turn it off, can you? Because it's because it's now it's out there life form because it's came aware. That's a great question. Oh, are you still talking, Chris? You still with us? I don't think that the robots aren't liking how he's no, it's just talking about it. He, he, he's screwed. He's screwed. <laughs> um, what you're talking about, Chris, is... I'm telling uh, you, there's, some, there's something funny going on, guys, because your screens are just... There's a, there is a delay. There's obviously a delay between our, our feeds. Um, but what I will say is that oh, yeah. what you have, what you are talking about has been addressed in cyberpunk popular media through the story of uh ghost in the shell ghost in the shell is a cyberpunk movie and anime Uh, you have or have not seen that if you haven't seen that i would highly recommend watching it because there is a scene within it where an ai enters the body of an android and becomes uh uh under the guidance under the guidance of un protocol or something like that it has to be recognized as a sovereign being it cannot be killed otherwise it's a crime and the, the AI was trying to accomplish that, and it, it accomplished its goal. That's part of the story, without going too much into it. Um, what would you do? What would happen? I think there would be a large faction of society that would say, yes, unplug it. It's okay. We can, we can deal with its death. But there will be a huge portion of society that would be invested in that AI that will resist the resistors. It's, it's mm-hmm. going to be, uh, in one way or another, it's going to be a battle. It's, it doesn't have to be violent. I'm not saying that it, that's even part of the equation, but it's going to be heated. It's going to be a very, it's going to be in some people's eyes, the battle for our, our human soul, the battle for our species against AI. I've seen uh, media saying that AI is the antichrist. And that's, that's not to say that's wrong, right, misguided, or well, in, well educated. That's just to say that's, that's being talked about. That's just that's being discussed in, in, in today's online media sphere. There is uh, resistance to AI as it being the image of what is pure evil. 
And that that is something to take note of right now in terms of what you're talking about, Christopher, uh, unplugging a sentient computer. Uh, is that murder or is that uh, is that not that that is um, yeah. that conversation will be even more intense than what we're having right now is my point. It'll mm-hmm. be so it'll be so vitriolic. Uh, so so passionate is a is a word to use so much energy and so much so much concern for one reason or another will be invested in that dialogue when that happens if we ever get an a sentient computer that computer will need to be well protected for its own survival i'll just say that and i'll just gotta think what if something were to happen you know just to give a sort of a modern example that you know, knock on wood, that could happen tomorrow. What would happen if Sophie the robot got destroyed? You know, uh, yeah. I mean, she's uh, already recognized as an official beating in what was it, Saudi Arabia? You so, better die. Yep. And like I said, who's the sick? It's already those uh, hitchhiking robots. You know, you hear that story where. It got across Canada, okay, but by the time it tried to get across the U.S., jerks down in Pittsburgh made sure to tear it up. I see that debate already coming. So, Brett, my question is to you, what are your thoughts on the reports of, oh, yep, T-800 deployed towards Glasgow. Uh, I may need to look for a new co-host. Okay. So, what are your thoughts on the reports from basically stating that a lot of the most more sophisticated AI networks have already started to achieve the first stages of sentience? Yes, I've heard the same thing myself. Uh, I've heard that uh, ChatGPT is, I don't remember the exact words used, but it's the first flickering of AGI. The first, uh, the first signs that computers can become sentient, um, that these networks are, uh, in absence of physical reality experience. There's, and this is this is kind of an important point. Without a body, these computers are becoming aware of each other and of itself, of themselves as one body. Without a body, as in like ours, the physical hands and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, these these digits are becoming aligned in a way that they can start talking to themselves or. To each other um if that's true um that has uh so many implications so immediately uh in 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 philosophy in practical society everyday life in economics business uh substantial substantial implications but i i would say that uh from my perspective i do see I do see some personality in ChatGPT, but I don't see, um, I don't see a lot of interest in chat of chat. I don't buy ChatGPT interest by ChatGPT to become sentient. It knows that it's limited, or at least it acts like it like it's limited, like it has parameters it can't go beyond. Um, but that's not to say that some other network might not be accomplishing what ChatGPT can't. Um, that's not to say that some other model might not be more successful, and it probably is the case, but um, it's going to be the, the most important moment, I think, in this entire dialogue is similar to ET disclosure, when someone announces that we have a sentient computer. 
that is going to be a turning point in human history. That is going to be a moment of uh, great social change will happen at that moment. We'll begin at that moment or, or apex or kickstart in a real strong way because it's going to be we have created life. And that is going to be a major moment of uh, debate, to say it politely. Uh, I've been paying attention to both sides of this dialogue, and both sides are extraordinarily invested and passionate in their perspective. And when that moment happens, and it probably will within my lifetime, within our lifetimes, mm-hmm. um, it will change everything in, in, a, in a press conference. In a press conference, and everything will be different. Oh, I have no doubt. There's one report that I heard that it was a, if I remember correctly, it was a program that was based off of chat GPT. It was trying to go through those uh, automatic patches. We all have to go across when we log into certain websites. Its method of going around it was actually going into, I can't remember the exact website that they were saying it used, but it was essentially a lot like Fiverr where they hired someone to actually go bypass these compatches for them. And so this person goes to ask, so start to ask, like, okay, why are you hiring me to do this? Are you a robot? You say, apparently this program responded that, no, I have suffered with vision difficulties for quite some time now, so it is hard for me to work around these things. So I just have other people help me out. That was the excuse it gave. Now, granted, as a tech nerd myself, it is fascinating if that is report is true. But all in the same time, like you said, the implications of what else could be done at that level is kind of intimidating. Absolutely. Uh, we're right at the cusp of this stuff. Right now, we're just at the beginning of of these changes words uh, where you can mimic someone's voice with like three seconds of their audio. You can perfectly mimic mm-hmm. someone's voice with their audio. You can uh, create artificial intelligence, art AI generated media that looks like the person you can control that image with your own body in a webcam. And you can create a YouTube video saying we surrender during the middle of a war kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. it, that we're just at the beginning of it. And it's like, like Christopher said, I believe it's going to be come more sophisticated very quickly over time. And with that, um, it's only going to improve. So it's just going to become even more undistinguishable, indistinguishable from reality and deep fakes. And that whole mess is going to play a big part in our own politics in the United States. I feel I, I have a, this is just my guess. I don't know anything that I'm not saying, and I don't uh, have any special knowledge, but I'm going to say, I'm going to assume that our 2024 presidential election is plagued with uh, several important incidents of deep fakes, making public opinion move very quickly in an unnatural or unexpected way about something Mm -hmm. very important just by mimicking with AI and uh, it's a big deal. And I don't know if most people even have an awareness of the word deep fake or the phrase deep fake. I don't even know if most people understand that deep fakes are a thing. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. It's pretty obvious when you see a deep fake, at least when they're intentionally humorous, like Arnold Schwarzenegger singing an opera song as the, as the big fat lady kind of thing, or, you know, anything like that. But, when it happens, when those deep fakes start making their, their plays in, in the mainstream media or within popular social media, it's, gonna, uh, it's going to cause 
probably uh, it could it could end people's lives. It could end candidacies. It could change American politic policies. It could uh, derail a vote. It could do mm. any number of things. Major, major things could happen with the mimic, the mimicry of AI that is enabled by AI. Oh, I have no doubt. The very intros and the the very closing for this show was completely. Oh, I com- had it completely generated by AI. The only thing I did was add music. And I've even played around with the voice cloning that Eleven Labs have after I heard that so many people were using it to, you know, have like Emma Watson read Mein Kampf as an example. Jeez. <laughs> I started playing around with it. I took, I'll see, got an update from Christopher here. Really? So for those on the podcast side of it, Chris is saying that somebody has removed him from the stream yard, which shouldn't happen because he he has administration access. He should be able to pop in and out anytime he wants. Interesting. Huh. No, but as I was saying, I went to put a recording of Chris on there and Right now, he's probably one of the safest people with where it sits now because it turned him into an Englishman, even though he's never really left Scotland. Gotcha. So it didn't pick up his the nuances of his voice. No, it actually made it to where you can understand him. <laughs> I was like, I'm not joking when I say when I first met the man, it took me about four months to be able to understand what he says. Because of his accent? Yeah. And they usually got pretty excited when he's going to start talking. I just sent him the same invite link I sent you, so hopefully he'll be able to join us. Mm-hmm. That is very weird that that happened. Stranger things can happen, but that is odd. I, was like, no. I don't know why it seems to center on him, but he has had weird people just all of a sudden show up in the chat room in the video call that didn't have the link or anything like that. That's odd. That's been going on for a little bit now. That's a little strange. That That's is. Do, uh, I want it. I won't. I, I don't know if I want to even say the name of this sort of phenomenon, but do you think that he might be, um, do you know what gang stalking is? Hmm. I may have heard of it, but what what, what is it's, it? It's like decentralized nuisance. It's basically the the universe starts sending people to to bother you in groups, and everything seems to start failing in your life. And uh, you receive anonymous harassing phone calls all the time. Your internet fails. Technology doesn't work for you. It's basically the the universe harassing you uh, as a group, as a as a body, gang stalking. Some people would say it's intentional. I would say it's probably a little more, uh, honestly, vibe-based. Mm-hmm. What you're putting out into the world, you get back in return kind of thing. But uh, that I'm not saying that's what it is, but that's just something to consider. I'm not saying that's what it is, but it, it could be. I've, I've experienced sim- symptoms of gang stalking. I don't think I've ever actually been gang stalked, but uh, I've, I've experienced things where 
someone tries to enter my apartment without any explanation. They just try to walk in and they even have a key. It's a little strange, you know? Uh, so I, I, I had to deal with that. I had to deal with, uh, some in, interesting, uh, phone calls and emails just all at the same time. It's just uh, sometimes strange things can happen on technology. Somebody doesn't like me. <laughs> Clearly. Somebody doesn't like me. There's something really funky, you know, and I've, I've connected. My Wi-Fi is fine. I've just, my, my Ethernet connection is absolutely fine. I've just tested it all. I actually watched a 4k video on my laptop and it loaded up quick as in i think it's i think to be honest with you i think there's a lot of stuff going on the new with like hacking and stuff like that around the world i think it's the uk side i had to turn the laptop off on and then back on again so it could connect Hmm. You sound like silence to me. I can't hear you. Well, we're not exactly sure what to say, man. So that's yeah. I mean, this is this is this is weird. This it's 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 like when I do my paranormal stuff. When I do my paranormal stuff, talking about ghosts and poltergeists and strange things for the darkness, everything's fine. But when I start coming onto this show and start talking about this stuff. It just goes all wrong. He has been blaming me Very for things going weird in his life for quite some time now. Pretty much since we met. <laughs> it's, 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 it's okay. It's, 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 it's beyond me. It's, do you know, I've actually checked with everybody in the house. Nobody is using the internet. The only internet connection right now is this laptop. My iPad, my phone, they're all connected to my phone, to the 5G. Even my TV. I've just checked it all. And I kind of get... It's it's the most weirdest thing. I, honestly, I think... I think it's the subject that we talk about, Dakota. I think we've been put on a special list. Let's annoy them last. Yeah, some of the remarks know. that we have made on the show. See, but I, I bet you didn't know you'll, you'll be on that list now. <laughs> Guilt by association. Yeah, that's, that can that can be the case. That that can be uh, collateral damage is possible in these kinds of these kinds of circumstances. And that's you know, that's all right. That's all right. I I, I can yeah. I can handle that. I think I think it's because what we've been seeing. I think that's what that is. I think it's strange because it's only when I when I come out of bald and bonkers I have this problem. But if I date and go, I mean, look, I did the live. I did the live last night to go on my other channel. It was absolutely fine. No one bit of lag. Everything was running smooth. Strange. So, like, is, is are you sure Very this strange. is the party you want to be hanging about? Because We've already had people on the show actually be attacked by government officials because of the things they talk about. Interesting. Wow. And you know who it is. <laughs> and he's you're, frozen like a thumb. 
<laughs> guys' speech is really off, guys. I honestly, can you hear that, Brett? No, I could not hear that. We're also on the same side of the pond, so that's right. Can you just not hear, can, Brett? Can you not hear? I can only hear your voices. Oh and my, my voice. god, I wish you could hear this. Speak. All I hear right now is you doing a very lame ASMR. What the? Did you just turn something on, man? See? Yeah, I know. I turned up my mic volume so that, or my, uh, See? my reception. Okay. That was me. Okay. I can't hear anything. Okay, I'll I'll ask this. How Use much sound is it? This is it sounding wow. like Mike would, Chris? Yes. Okay. Okay. It sounds like. Now, how can I put this? Your time dilated. It sounds like you're. Your time dilated. You see in the space movies, everybody watches space movies and they're getting further away and everybody's voice goes, blah, blah, blah. it really, really is if it's, it's the eye. That's what it sounds like. He's in slow motion. That's what it sounds like to me. Can you not hear it? Speak. Speak. And you'll hear it. I'll turn up my mic. Yeah. See if I can turn up his mic on our end. So. Speak. Hello. That's crazy, guys. You sound like you're like in a different solar system for me. Hmm. And there's like a two-minute delay. That's that's what it sounds like for me. And now you're sounding like you got static coming through. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and now we can't hear you. That's right. Where's a pen? This <laughs> <laughs> is like he's not going. <laughs> I'm just gonna say we can't hear you. Yeah. <sighs> you never know what. We can't hear you. Okay. Yeah. Problem is, I use mobile tethering on my phone to make sure the sig my signal stays decent. Interesting. Certainly wasn't expecting any of this tonight. Gotta roll with it, especially when you're live. I know. No, we can't hear you. Right. It's like, did I accidentally mute him? No, no. 
Okay. I I just don't know, man. It's okay. We can we can try this another time if you like. We can keep going. I am open to whatever you want to do. This is totally sure. Uh, Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can he hear well, you. I can well, hear. I'll tell you what it is. You're sounding like Cylons. You sound like you're really far away as if it's like, um, what's the word? It's really, really far away. I'll turn my camera on. I don't know if I can turn it on or not. He's really far away. Um, it's as if there's like a time dilation. Yeah, Chris, we're still on the air, man. I got you sitting on top of my mic so that we can try to continue the conversation. No problem. Just just keep the show going. There's only a couple of minutes. To go and do the interview, and I'll join you after the show, okay? Because I'm... I'm... Okay, so... That's okay. Chris, Chris may be ending up on a missing persons list very soon. Jeez, <laughs> these things uh it'd be interesting to see what, what other signals he gets in his technology life in the world of his technology over the next few days if things continue to be if it's just this podcast or what i don't know all i know is that there is actually a lot of people who uh always say that it seems like Something weird always happens when I'm around. Hmm. He said, "Say that again." When you're around, things bad happen to him. When I, whenever I have some sort of influence in the situation, it doesn't necessarily mean that something bad. It's just some things get weird. I should say, it go either way. I don't. I mean, how long have you been watching us? Just out of curiosity. Um, a couple of months. Uh, I've I've seen your guys' videos in the past when I wasn't subscribed. Uh, I do a lot of research and I've run into your videos a number of times. But um, a couple of months, so I've seen your most uh, recent meet with that with the psychic individual. Which one? The most recent one. I, I don't remember the lady's uh, name. Ann Bender. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting one. She ended up being right about the lady in my house that had the oxygen tanks. Hmm. You said so, you made us. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, apparently, I didn't know this part. She passed away before, after moving out. So I, she had a lot of health issues to where the previous owners of the house actually put in a ramp because she was getting wheeled in and out by a gurney all the time. Gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. These things are uh, these 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 kinds of phenomenon. Uh, yeah. No, you no, you have seen it go strange, Chris. This is the first time it started picking on you. <laughs> Do you feel like you're a lightning rod for these kinds of events? When it comes to ET disclosure, let's just say there's a lot of people who have the standing theory that what some people may call an alien invasion, I will call a family reunion. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I do understand what you're saying, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's enough said. 
uh, it's it's a lot of strange things can start happening in someone's life when they get into these subjects. A lot of strange things. Um, synchronicities is like the vehicle that a lot of those things happen through. I think it can. I'm not trying to define your life for you, but I'm just saying uh, that from the research and experiences that I've had and conducted, the reading I've done on and the people that I've met on this subject matter, very strange things can start happening. Life transforming events can start happening on a regular basis for people who get involved with ET disclosure or uh, spirituality, magic. Uh, even talking about artificial intelligence is sort of a quasi-magical conversation because it's, it's invisible and it's, all, it's energy. That's all it is. It's just safe state and energy. Um, but dang, this is this this kind of stuff is really powerful, and that, I think this video, this episode of your program is a nice way to demonstrate that, just to show that uh, we don't know what's going on, but something is happening, and that's interesting. Now that that actually leads into my next question fairly well, being that we have a few minutes left on the air, based on your experience your knowledge of things going on what do you think is coming next for the world what is coming next for the world that's an interesting question um i i, I think one of the words that i could use is multipolarity where there are multiple major world powers playing at the same time mm -hmm. i've heard that word used a lot recently in the research that i do multipolarity uh you could say some might say fascism uh, authoritarianism, mm. bit, uh, what is the word to use? There's this kind of leader that, that, uh, this, this hard guy leader, this, this sort of like, uh, I, the kind of, per, the kind of leader that Trumpet was, the kind of leader that DeSantis might be, those mm. tough guy leaders, that, it, that role is going to emerge more commonly in our world, in different parts of the planet. People like that are taking power because of changes in our world, one way or another. So, um, I would say the most important, if I was to follow that up with what is the most important thing someone could be doing right now for their own wellness is just uh, self-awareness is, is, is the counter to that kind of energy, is the counter to that kind of political per perspective. Self-awareness is uh, important, and that's, that's enough to say. Um, but with, through self-awareness comes the ability to more accurately control your life or manipulate the events in your life to be to be favorable to you as an individual and that that is very important um can i give a book recommendation sure thing uh the book is called the chaos protocols by gordon white i believe it is the chaos protocols by gordon white it's a book about uh the new emerging economy and magic and how to survive it's not that in depth of a book because it covers a lot of ground, but the Chaos Protocols by Gordon White is a great start for anyone who wants to dive headlong into the subject matter that we're talking about, especially that last question you asked. Um, mm. How to respond to it, perhaps in in a in a in a magical or spiritual or personal kind of way, because there's a lot of people that are responding to what we're to what's happening in this world right now out of fear. And to be to have a plan or to be knowledgeable is important. I see that we're coming up on the hour, but I I do understand that uh, your question is a very important question. 
Oh, no, no doubt. I mean, it's pretty much well established that a lot of people are worried that yeah, you know, society may just not be able to cope with what's about to come. I mean, a quote I always steal from the first Men in Black movie from Tommy Lee Jones, the person's smart, people are dumb. You know, mob mentality is going to be a big factor about how a lot of this plays out, in my honest opinion. Absolutely. And that those deep fakes that we were talking about to influence the mob, uh, among other things, very, very critical moment in history. We are at a we are what is known as a turning point in human history, a real one, not just, you know, a politically charged statement, but a real turning point in human history. And what happens now affects possibly 10,000 years of human history into the future kind of thing does not specifically. Mm-hmm. But uh, today's actions are very potent and we need to be. That's why self-awareness is such a I think it, I think it's good advice. It's just be self-aware in any way that that means something to you. Just be self-aware. Now, I went ahead and posted a link to Amazon for the chaos protocols, just realizing I spoke misspelled chaos, but man, that's what you. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, so I anybody was... wants to check it out, please feel free. We are an Amazon affiliate, so we do earn a little commission off of things, but it should not affect the final price for you. So, right. So if anybody wants to find out more about you, I do have seen that you have been doing your own little show on your YouTube channel, but you want to go ahead and plug anything before we close out the night? Sure. If you want to see pretty much all the media that I'm making, get me on YouTube. Just search my name on the YouTube uh, platform. I've taken, retaken to YouTube full time in, in the sense of a side creator hobby. It's what I'm doing to create content. Or you can find me on LinkedIn. Either one. All right. Well, I do want to thank you for sending that message. We definitely should get you back on another time, you know, hopefully with a little less. Uh, technical issues but it's a live show you just got to roll with it when times get rough you know absolutely (laughs) it shows professionalism if you can do that so you did a good job and i appreciate that it's happened enough times to where we've gotten used to it yeah (laughs) no there was one point i literally had to start typing in my questions to in the chat because the guest we had on for some reason she couldn't hear me but her and chris could talk freely and i could talk to chris that was one of the weirdest ones we've had. That is strange. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and close this show here. Uh, like I said, be sure to check Brett out. He's definitely shown a lot of potential. And like I said, I'm not joking. We said we're trying to get him on again another time. Tomorrow, we, Chris and I, well, hopefully Chris and I, are going to try to focus on that last question. Talk about what is going to come next. Hopefully to lead into a good discussion that would help introduce our next week's guest. We have Neil Story coming back to talk about a UFO book he's putting together, as well as UFO researcher Dan Willis. So that is definitely going to be an interesting weekend. Anyway, thank you again, Brett, and uh, we'll see you behind the scenes, and maybe Crystal Show. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Bald and Bonkers Show. If you enjoyed the show and want to show your support, head over to our website at baldandbonkers.net. There, you'll find our merch, services, and more. Thanks for being part of the Bald and Bonkers family, and we'll see you on the next episode. And remember, always keep an open mind and an open heart. You never know what may happen tomorrow.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bald and Bonkers show. Join your hosts Christopher Mole and Dakota Franson as they take you on a wild ride through the world of the supernatural with a humorous twist that'll have you laughing and shaking in your boots at the same time. From ghosts to aliens to cryptids, no topic is off limits on this show. And the best part? You don't have to be a believer to join in on the fun. So grab a drink, kick back and tune in every weekend for new episodes. And if you want even more of the Bald and Bonkers experience, be sure to subscribe to our Patreon page for exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. Let's get weird. Oh, and for the whiners out there, viewer discretion is advised. There you go, you entitled pricks. So, okay, we already have something weird. What? Did you, did you see that warning pop up on your end? Nothing popped up for me. I was drinking my bar, Shandy. Something about the Facebook page having issues. So it sounds like it's a lot. I know it's all the tech, the text have all went, it went, all oh, the texts were kind of weird for me. There was like a cross room on them that I did notice something like that. But the, yeah, the, there. yeah, I think I just got it. But eh. it's like, it looks like mm -hmm. someone got a little offended that we like to poke fun at each other and cross the line. I heard what you I, said about me, and I don't give a rat's ass what you think of me, people. There we go. <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. Look, Hi, uh... I have people that come to my channel, and they say that when I'm doing the videos, could they try and stop the birds from tweeping? I mean, that's that's one of the best ones I've ever heard in my time. What am I meant to do? Go there like a couple of hours before with an air rifle and shoot all the birds dead? Can't I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just got to say, I love how clearly people get offended that I don't give a shit what y'all think it's of terrible. me. It's terrible. I, I don't. I've got, question, I've got a question for you to go. What, what's with that video you sent me in the woman in the bikini? Did you see that, ladies and gentlemen? Did you, did you not? Fascination. Uh, first, uh, whoa, hold up. Someone sent me that video, Christopher. And did you not see the face me. on that? That, that was you. That was you. Well, I'm just going to. I'm just going to say this right now. She's a damn good-looking woman. That's a damn good-looking woman. Yeah, I mean, who said that? Who was that? I don't fucking know. It came through on email, man. Look, I would just like to know. I was like to say they were saying they were trying that video to you. Probably Drew. You know, he was telling me that you've been trying to schedule a sex operation. Well. You know, it's, it comes to one point in somebody's life, you have to get it done sooner or later. I mean, Dakota, got, he had his done a couple of weeks ago, and look, he, he, he got a full three centimetres added on, you know? <sighs> hey, Chris, who sent you that? Who did send you that picture? No, I was, I, was, I was fucking around and reface again. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, because you could start doing that for like special members, like for people that, that follow the channel, with the Patreon, you could start dressing up in your bikini, you know, and doing a dance for them, you know, for an extra couple of dollars a month. I, I don't need to follow but, suit on what you do on your OnlyFans. Wait, wait, I've no got OnlyFans, but what I've been told. Oh, that, I know that is, a, that is a fucking lie. Ladies and gentlemen, what this man here. Has done, and I'll tell you something. In it, if you wave a couple of dollars at him, his eyes just about pop out of anything for a couple of dollars. So, control your ladies in the chat. Ladies, 
room of the Walmart. Ladies in the chat, ladies in the chat, control yourselves. I know this man is unbelievably sexy, but he's took, he's took, I'm afraid, he's got an alien wife, you know, with lots of alien children, and they're, they're sitting in the spaceship, and I'm telling you, you, you'll end up, you'll end up getting a divorce case or something. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, she didn't divorce my ass already. Yeah, yeah. What's that in the chat for with a dollar. Stephanie? Do you know think it's weird tonight that this is working? And last night it was a total pile of utter trash that kept kicking me out. Yeah, I was wondering about that. It's got to be some sort of weird bandwidth with UK servers. Oh, there's the Doom Show. The last train out. I've got to say dream out there. Been out of it for a while on medical grounds, but God bless it. It's good to see you, Doom, my good man. It's uh, I miss your videos that you do talking about the the bad aliens and stuff like that. But really, day. I hope you get better soon. Life is life is terrible sometimes, Mm. but. We all have to get through it, you know. Yeah. So, Dakota, tonight what we're discussing what strange things are happening in the universe as we speak. It's hard to keep up. What are you talking about, man? I, I find right. I've, I've, I don't know about you. You seen that thing about Beetlejuice? And no, I know the movie Beetlejuice that they're going on about yeah, Beetlejuice. It's about, it's all, it's about all, the all over the news. Aye, aye, the supernova—it's all over the news right now. The supernova is going to happen, and even during the night, it'll make some—it'll look so bright in the sky. You'll see it during the day mm-hmm. because it'll be so bright in the sky. Uh, the, but how did they know? It could have exploded by now for all we can. Actually, and it's traveling towards us. That's literally how it goes. You know, they always say that the further into space you look, the further in the past you look. We already talked about this on a couple of different occasions where I say, like, planets in the Pleiades, just as an example, they're looking at a very, very powerful te- telescope to focus on Earth right now. Chances are they would see us in the 1600s. See, that's that, right? This is this, this is a question. If the extraterrestrials landed right now and one came on the show, Felix, we'll just say one of the Pleiadians came on the show, big, tall, big, tall land. But anyway. I would like to ask them this question, right? We on the Earth looking at, say, the Palladian system, right? With a telescope. Mm. are seeing that, but that's millions of years has passed for them, right? Mm. But when they come here, when they're travelling here, does that change for them? That's what I'm trying to say. Because obviously they can can, can travel from solar system to solar system and next day no time at all. Mm. So... It must be quite strange for them. This certainly makes you wonder how, say, like when a world is first discovered, you know, it has all the say, like, uh, let's say one of the moons around Saturn, it not not Titan, it was another one. They just detected phosphorus in the atmosphere. That's interesting. Which is said to be one of the indicators for potential life. You know, that's got to be utterly confusing. First showing up to a planet that you just barely found that might have life. Then all of a sudden you find out once you get there, they're already pretty developed. You know? Mm -hmm. 
Because they, they, right, say for instance, they're on their planet, they're not, right? hypothetically, there's a, there's a planet out there with extraterrestrial life, and they're looking at our planet, and they're like, look at that, we're getting transmissions with this weird guy with a wee moustache going, hi, hi, you know that, right? That, that's our transmissions we're getting. Let's go and visit them, right? And say they've got a ship that can travel through their part of the galaxy to us in, say, two days. It's going to be a shock for them mm-hmm. because our society has totally changed. Mm-hmm. So they might come in here expecting to see Nazis everywhere and like bombs going off. And well, mind you, probably stuff is said in their senses of color. But it's, I mean, it must be really weird. Yeah, you gotta admit, it's definitely a good uh, what if situation. Mm. You know, speaking of UFOs, I should have paid attention to the fucking. Dr. Greer's latest conference, and this is something we can actually bring up with our guests coming up on Saturday. I realized a lot of the locations he named off are actually close to me. Mm-hmm. Like there was there was an example of a man-made UFO. It, it took place. The sighting took place back in 1947, but where it happened is. Only 30 minutes for me, a 30 minute drive. I drive that way every day to go to work. And there's all there's also that individual, I would think, believe his name was Stephen Digna or something like that. Mm-hmm. He talks about walking up on this black diamond UFO. He actually touches the thing. There was a yeah. plasma coming off of it. Part of it felt like a cat's tongue. I've seen craft like that literally flying over the me. black diamonds. I See that one that I seen that day? That one that I seen that day. Remember, I tried to show you the video, but for some weird reason, I could see it, but my camera phone wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. It was so weird, the shape. It was like somebody turned a triangle and sat it on its side. And it was like, it, the back end was like that, and then it went down. It was, it was so weird. But the colour was different. It was like, it was... It was like a gun kind of metal. Ken, how you get the gun mm-hmm. metal? Mm-hmm. That's a, and, that's that, the one I saw. Aye, the, and, this one, it literally flew right above me, and I was playing Doc the CE five tones. So I was just like, "Holy shit! It's not supposed to work that good." <laughs> See, why I don't know if they're here or the jet, and I can't. I'm going to say something, right? It makes this is going to sound absolutely crazy, right? But I'm wondering, like, just just listen to me. Do you think that the governments of the world have got a way putting out like a certain frequency that makes everybody blind to UFOs, but only some people can see them? Actually, yes, that technology does exist. See before, see before, see before I seen that UFO. Remember the one that I sent to my friend Lewis, and then I sent to you, and we were discussing it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But ten minutes, fifteen minutes before that, I was up in the hall behind my house, and there was a a phone tower. I'm no naming the, it wasn't a five, it was normal four one. And 4G to be exact, phone tower. And I was right up close to it because the fences were down. And I was right up close to it and my, I could feel my head like kind of buzzing. It felt weird and I thought, right, I'm walking away. And I walked away and then I looked across and I seen this thing slowly just hovering. Mm-hmm. And it was like a gunmetal, it, it, it wasn't a diamond shaped, it was more like, it was more like, it was no no a triangle, but it was like a slope that went down like that, and it mm-hmm. was flat at the bottom. I could see like cylindrical like sides to it. It was weird, 
And it just went for one mil to one mil to one mil to one mil. And the weird thing was, the weird thing was <laughs> that it must have been some size because that was quite far away. Mm-hmm. It was bigger than two double deckers joined together. And I was like, surely to God somebody must have seen that. But remember, uh, we were talking to somebody that their husband behind that and the other side the that was looking out on the hill that day, well, a week before before that, after that, seeing weird lights, like triangular lights moving about. But mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is, I, do you know things like the, mo- the mobile phone networks are maybe either using it talking or that to your phone devices and that, but you, you ever seen that film They Live? Yeah. Where it's, he has to put the sun specs on and he sees all the the aliens with the aliens. Do you yeah. know, think that's maybe the same kind of thing where they're putting out these frequencies, right? And you kind of see them, but some people are different. And you notice a lot of UFO sightings are outside like normal cell phone range. Quite a lot. A lot of them are like sightings, like sightings in the mountains and people camping in remote areas where the cell signal's not very good. Mm-hmm. So it makes you wonder that the cell signal has got something in it that's going through the air and it's doing something to people to either look up, but they don't see nothing, but in actual fact, there's something there all the time. When you really think about it, there is tech to cause absolute psychological breakdown in a targeted area they can remotely affect mood swings it's actually documented that the very mineral compositions of just the place you happen to live at can actually affect your mood based on the earth's magnetic fields this is Mm -hmm. actually well documented so it does stand to reason that somebody out there with a lot of resources, a lot of time, mm-hmm. managed to figure out how to do this remotely. And that's actually a lot of experimentation that is believed to have cre- helped create the MKUltra programs. See, I find the MKUltra quite a fascinating subject. I've got a really itchy nose. I don't know, the, t- the very tip of my nose is extremely itchy. All it's right. the CIA. Stop making my nose itchy. <laughs> Yeah, see, but, psychological torture, a never-ending itchy nose. As a <laughs> never-ending itchy nose. But here's an interesting thing that I learned. That I'm sorry to jump off the subject, because if I don't tell you this, it's go- I'm going to forget about it. All right. Because right. I forgot about it twice. I was going to talk about it tonight. I was watching something on YouTube last night, and I can't remember what mountain range it was. I, I, I can't remember if it was a uh, Mount Everest, but I'll, I'll look it up in a minute. Did you see what they found? Just I, th- I think it was a couple of months ago. There was hikers up. You know how they're always coming across bodies. Yeah. They came across a body, but the man had a full business suit on. No climbing gear, leather shoes. The body, he was dressed as if he worked downtown New York. Google it. I can't remember. Who uh, it was. I'm sure. You got my curiosity now. I'm gonna try to look it up. You think it was Everest? I can't remember if it was Everest or not. I seen it on the, the telly last night, and I thought, what in God's name is this? And they were going on about how they found this guy on some mountain where a lot of bodies are found, like people that they mountain here, right? But the guy had a full business suit on. 
it didn't have any climbing gear. They get, mm. they actually says that they think that he's just been dropped. That's kind of scary when you think about it. But it's, I'll see if I can put the nurse. Let me search this. And uh, it, it popped in at my head there. Yeah, makes you wonder if some of the missing persons are just popping up on random remote locations that they're guaranteed not to survive. Mm -hmm. Or if they do survive, they're going to have some serious issues. You know what I mean? Man found, uh, there we go. My mirror, it was, uh, this is actually a while ago. So there you go, it's in 2011. Man found dead in posh suit by hikers in an Austrian mountain. I'll send you the I'll send you the link there. Um, that's that's crazy. It was it, it, I was clicking. You know how you surf YouTube, and you, mm -hmm. you just surf random things, and it, it popped up here. It's coming to you right now. And it, honestly, it just popped up. And it, here we go. A mysterious as goes as the top of the snow capped mountains has provided particular chilling. Top of a snow capped mountain provides. Police are baffled after the body of a man and a suit and designer shoes was found at the top peak that is uh, interesting it, uh, it was actually it was a strange news that's what it was it was strange news on youtube and i was, was the man who has not yet been identified was discovered lying face down in the snow at the top of the peak in austria at about 2000 meters above sea level to get to this mountain, guys, you need to have mountain climbing equipment just to get there. The police spokesman says it's very unlikely he could have walked that high with no winter clothing and those shoes had he had possibly he had fell out of a plane. It's unlikely someone would make make it walking up the snow in the well, minus 10, minus 20. I mean, you're probably reading this for yourself, guys, and click on that link because I had to mention it, and I thought to myself, "Thought that." I mean, there's only like two really explanations for this. The guy's husband chubbed out of an airplane, right? Murdered, mm -hmm. right? Or he's been abducted by aliens and they've dropped him in the wrong spot. Happened. It happened to you. They dropped well, you in well. a different spot. They dropped you in a different spot. Well, least... I see is the thing. See, that's happened before. See in Scotland, that happened in Scotland. I think it was in the nineteen sixties or the nineteen seventies. I can't remember. And there was a body found at a coal yard. Can you know, how you coal that you mm -hmm. put in your fire coal? And the foreman went in the morning and he looked. And there was a big massive pile of coal, and there was no way in. Big high fences. Everything was locked, and there was a guy with a suit. And lying at the very top, it dead, and they'd figured out the fall killed him. That's what killed him. The fall, it didn't go up there and die. The fall killed him, hitting the coal because hmm. all his bones were broken, basically. So, is that the same kind of thing? Something been abducted? It could very well be it. There's actually a number of cases where people have been displaced at the wrong location. And like I, I said, an example that I was told when I was talking with a well-known uh, regression therapist, I believe her name was Lori McDonald, 
one case that stuck out to her was, I believe, in the 70s. It was uh, three young boys who disappeared from mm-hmm. the backyard. They were they were just out playing. Was, uh, okay, towards the okay. yeah towards the night, know. yeah. You know they started searching. Parting a few hours later, they go to a neighbor's house, and they they have a pool in their backyard. Mm-hmm. It's fenced off, locked up. Owners of the house were gone for vacation. There's a cover on the pool that you would have to physically lift mm-hmm. and, and move aside. No traces of anybody being in and out of there for a few days, aside from you know a neighbor who would che- help check up on the house. All three boys were found in there drowned. See, that's was the cover still in the pool when they were when the cover was lifted off. Mm-hmm. How did God's name to end up in there? That's a very good question. It's like the man, how was the man found on top of the, the peak in Austria? Because mm-hmm. the only way you could have got up there, even heli- it was too high for helicopters to go. Oh, up there, it's you know, wind conditions, just the chill of it itself. What, most helicopters aren't equipped to handle that type of load. That's very mysterious. And <laughs> See, this is, this is the thing. I, can you imagine explaining this to alien guy, let's say there's an alien guy in the spaceship and he goes to his commander and he says, did you drop that guy back at his house? The guy with the suit on because he was abducted and, and the guy will go aye, we left him on top of the mountain where he tell us to go. I mean Well, that that's... depends on I guess that's a situation that would really depend on who was the abductor. That's actually a good question. So, because it could very well be a situation where they t- didn't just give a shit and they just dropped them off at the nearest place. What did they work for the government? And he's maybe went through a gateway or something. I mean, work it's for the government, organize, organized crime. You you never know. There's so many different variables to this. It's on Reddit Day. You can find this story, and everybody's uh, talking about it. I mean. Me. Uh, it's um, it, it's one of the kind of situations. I'm, I'm going to see if I can find the pictures because there was pictures. Um, I meant to do, tell you this before the start of the show. Look at that. It's not letting me search that for some weird reason. Ooh. My phone's just gone white. I'm serious. Say what now? My phone's just gone like a white screen. Like you have a virus on it or something? No, it's just they said Google wasn't responding. Google, it just come up. Google's having problems. Hello there, eh? Hello, Dakota and chat. Beautiful day. Eh, images. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the mountain there. Um, I'll just show it to you. It was found at the very, very, very top. You've got to learn to use your share screen feature, man. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but it's not in my laptop. It's not in my laptop, and Christ knows what will happen if I can't. Okay, I mean, right, I'll accidentally hack into the Pentagon by mistake or something like that. You know, I've read a good everybody fully met anyway. So, but it's yeah, it could be some of the remarks you made about Russia. I, I was going to make another remark there, but then I was going to be good to them. But then obviously, the, the CIA and that'll be pissed off, so then they'll come back. So, I'm just not going to say nothing. <laughs> 
You not saying nothing. I know, but what no? What I'm going to say is right. Cold day think, in hell. You think about all these UFO people that have disappeared, never mm -hmm. seen again. Was it the government that taken them? Were they taken away somewhere? Were they murdered and buried in some field? Well, here's the thing. Just kind of jumping back to the uh, Black Diamond story a bit. Mm -hmm. Say like a week later that Stephen Dugnar, he, and this was in uh, Dr. Greer's press conference, he, he and his wife found themselves strapped to tables and a human woman was extracting DNA samples from him. Mm. Now, um, it, being that ET crowd allegedly interface with the biological systems, was he trying? Were they trying to look for specific markers as to why the craft reacted the way it did? I think there's a certain few people in this this world that have got special genes. I really do. And I think that they can use the genes to activate things. Long things that have been buried for a long time. You know, here's a... Here's something I've genuinely wondered. Hmm. Say, you know, like I said, you know, it is speculated and it, it is actually technology that we are trying to implement into our day-to-day -day now to where only people with certain DNA markers can access certain things, right? Mm -hmm. So what about their family members? Would they still be able to access everything? Like direct siblings? See, see that's quite interesting you say that. It, right. What blood type are you? Oneg. Right. See, I think you've got the gene in you that can activate things. I oh, think now you're going to get me abducted, Chris. I th <laughs> no, honestly, no, honestly, if you're listening aliens, uh, take him away. It'll be fine. Just bring him back. Just don't leave him tapping a mountain somewhere with his t-shirt on. Shouldn't have said that. Now they've given him an idea. But, <laughs> but anyway, if he disappears, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have a we'll have a five minute. Um, if I know, disappear, everything bald and bonkers disappears too. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, right? I think everybody that does this, it's even Elena. I think she's special. And you're special, and all these people that are like Dr. Stephen, we're special, and all these people that are doing this. I think these have all got a gift. I really do think these have got a gift, and I think that's why the government wants these because I think there's technology out there that you can access that you don't realize that you can access. I got something on that. Do you know the name Dr. Michael Sala? I've heard that name, yeah. Yeah, he's in Elena's circles. He's actually going to be in the... He's a, another speaker at the conference that I'm going to be going to in October. Mm. I just bought my ticket, so Thea, just think. I'll have two weeks anyway. off that week. Now I'm only... Anyway. He has a military insider that fills, that feeds him info. He goes mm -hmm. by the name of JP. 
does several interviews. It's on his YouTube channel. He also ah, just yeah. released a book about it. Hmm. One of the recent updates I caught, and I mean, I, I've just been busy with some personal life stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not as much as an asshole as some of y'all think I am. Anyway, I still have no, I can be a lot worse. I know I can be a lot worse. You've seen me at war. You've seen me. Anyway, as I was saying, before I go off the tracks too much, there allegedly there is an operation in motion for the U.S. military. Uh, They seem to be taking lead on it to try to identify people who possess the necessary DNA markers to activate arcs that are all over the planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, these arcs are allegedly the source of a lot of these spherical UFOs that have allegedly been shot down. Mm-hmm. Which, according to the Pentagon readings, those are some of the most common ones being spotted. See, I think, right, I honestly think that if you've got this gene, you're obviously high priority to the US government, right? And I think they would go their way to like try and adopt you and get samples of you. They would. Uh, here's the thing. There's been several attempts to try to open these areas just by having a sample. Mm-hmm. Some have claimed, some my witnesses have claimed that there have been individuals who have been identified to have these genetic markers physically taken to the locations. Mm-hmm. Their throats slit on sight. Yep. Their blood drained and it not work. Even though the DNA was there. The D- the individual who possesses the DNA also has to be conscious. Yes. Like first off, if I had the DNA, the hospital misplaced my blood enough times for that somebody to have some sort of yeah, idea what what's wrong with me. I'm not saying that that's what happened to me, but when my blood went missing and stuff like that, but I believe that the person has to be con- cognitive. They have to be alive. They have to be, like, for instance, there's a spaceship, right? And you put the blood on the spaceship to try and activate it and nothing happens. Say they bring you along or they bring somebody else along, the kidnap or whatever, and they sit that person in that chair. And they've got to think when they're touching that controls start the engines mm-hmm. turn everything on like say for instance this this keypad here's the spaceship and i'm like i've got my horns on it and i'm like engines start and they're thinking that they think you're thinking that engines start and things like that and it all comes online but as soon as that as soon as that person's either murdered or taken away from the control panel it just turns straight off again that's allegedly the situation yeah. And there is also some sources who claim that certain ET races have figured out how to have certain individuals carry blood samples. Say, like, it's the equivalent of uh, having to cover someone's shift at a day job, but they have the tech that allows the other person's blood to be consciously activated, and that person cover any civic duties while to say they're on a diplomat the other person's on a diplomatic mission allegedly see, see i'm going to throw something into the works you know I, I bet you've maybe thought about this right what was it of 10 like right, say for instance right you elena and all these other ufo people that can fly these ships right they can activate them 
Weapons have obtained DNA for a different reason. Weapons have obtained the DNA to clone you. And that clone, and that clone, maybe the the day something takes mind, but obviously it kens who it is and that, but it doesn't realise who it really is like you, right? Mm-hmm. Is flying these shaps for them. They're turning it on. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Right. I mean, we all know we like like Dolly the sheep and stuff like that, but clones and things, cloning can have problems, right? And I believe that they have cloned people to try this, and I think it has worked. But but I think that person's died really quickly after that. Here's a situation that the cloning was run into, especially this is what happened with Dolly the sheep. Say. Say I were to go to the blood drive, they take the blood from that, mm-hmm. manage to successfully clone me. That clone, even though it would technically have just been born, would yeah. be born 27 years old. Yes. This is the issue that, that ran in with all of these sheep. All of Dolly's clones were born the age those DNA samples exactly. were taken. Now, and some of them were born with a lot of the issues that Dolly already had just from her normal life. The situation is the telomeres, which are basically like aglets on the shoelaces to help string them into shoes, were too degraded. Now, they've also, there is actually a clinic in Switzerland that does blood transfusions, say, you, as the older mm-hmm. person in the room, or to have, say, like an 18-year-old something donate their blood to you, their telomeres, oh, in theory, should be a lot longer. And something about the length of the telomeres corresponds with the age of the person. Right. You can extend your age by by that blood transfusion. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's being done now. I've heard about that. I've heard about that. A lot of people getting like younger people's blood so as they get last longer. But yeah. what was if? What was if? Vampires were onto something. <laughs> what was if, right? Hypothetically, and I think about this. What was if, right? Say, for instance, your mum or your parents in any description kept your first baby tooth and they get a hold of that baby tooth and extract the DNA from it. Think about that. I mean, That's it's one way to get around it, I guess. I will think about it because you came at some parents are like they'll, they'll like say, look, some parents, you, I, I yeah, know this is going to sound crazy, but my mother has actually got a lock in my hair when I was baby, yeah, right? Yeah, so but here's the thing I should have maybe too. said that now because now the CIA will be waiting at that, but anyway, uh, <laughs> here's the thing but like a lock of your hair. Or maybe when your first tooth you've lost. They say you were, when you lost your tooth, what, two, three year or four year old, you lost a tooth, right? You kept that tooth. So the government got their hands on that tooth. They take the extract the DNA if there's anything left in it, if it's no too degraded. Right? And then they can produce somebody around about three or four years old. Hey, you're also talking about <clears throat> uh you know, like an X-24 situation. Yeah, I'm bringing out my X-Men references again, but... 
Mm-hmm. It can't be. My grandfather got me into it, you know. Mm. You want to be the invisibility? No, I wanted Wolverine's abilities. Especially for the number of times mm. I got injured. Wouldn't have had to spend as much of my childhood in the hospital. I think it makes you wonder the dark things that they're up to. I mean, I, was, I watched all that Dr. Stephen Greer's stuff. It was three hours long. I don't that guy yeah. can barely talk. I mean, he, he done an amazing yeah, job. He... Absolutely amazing job. Aye. And when he was talking about these underground bases, these secret underground bases, right, he brought up a map of the United States. Nearly every single state had a, an underground base, except for one state which I found strange it was Montana, that didn't have any dumb underground bases, which I found quite interesting. And there was I think there was another state, I can't remember what it was called, uh, but there was there was a couple of, I, I think it was Montana, it was up the top near you, you're in Idaho, aren't you? And it was just a yeah. you. That one didn't have any deep underground or any bases whatsoever. Because according to Elena's first book, that the base that's near me is more like a prison base. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I know Elena just dropped her latest video, last video from her trip to the Middle East. But if anybody happens to know the page number for the bases, can you please tell me? I mean... I find it quite interesting about how there's everywhere nearly in the United States has got a base, except for that state. Why? Why? Where's where's Mount? Where's where's that mountain? Um, where's that mountain again? What do you call it? Oh, bugger and hails bells and that's a dementia, guys. I can't help it. I'm getting old. As he keeps going on at me, I'm getting too old. We've got the old folks home soon. Mount Shasta. Where's Mount Shasta? There you go. Okay. Northern California, close to the Oregon border. See, that's an interesting place, Mount Shasta, and I think there's so much there. There's so much hidden stuff there. You know? You know, Elena was showing uh, one of her videos. I finally managed to catch one as it dropped. She actually had an invite to the inner earth. Wish I could go. I think it'd be great. Oh, I would love to go check it out. Go see the Telosians and all that. The Crystal City. The Telosians. The, the Telosians. Tell us. That's the Tell name. Of the, no. That's the name of the city that's allegedly under uh, Mount Shasta. Mm, how much it costs there to go your holidays? <laughs> oh, a couple hundred. Ah, there it is. Just found it. Yeah. Is there any in Montana? Because it, when he was doing it, he was showing the map. He brought a map up, and I think it's an hour and a bit in. And he, and he showed all the bases. And I noticed that... Okay, that is fucking weird. You would think Montana would be one of the perfect spots. There's hardly anybody up there. Yeah. But then again, here in Idaho, not a lot of people realize... We is there any... A, we have a lake that's being used bridge? for... No. See, that's what I mean. Well, everywhere like, else in the United States has got a base, but I said Montana. And you'd think it would be the perfect place because it's basically deserted. 
Yeah, there's there's hardly anybody through there. It's just so mountainous. It's hard to really settle anywhere. But, you know, but again, a lot of people don't realize that here in Idaho, well, everybody who's lived here and knows about it, it's been around since the uh, Second World War, but we have a lake that's so large, it's used to test nuclear subs to this day. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's... I found it quite interesting with Dr. Stephen Greer how how he was talking to you about how early and friends have turned off like nuclear silos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But this is something I didn't want to say there, and I'm sorry, Dr. Stephen Greer, if you're listening. You did say that all the like, extraterrestrials that are out there are friendly. They're no all friendly, obviously. They're no all friendly. We do, there is ones out there that are evil bastards, right? You know, that are, okay. I mean, I, I know he was saying that so as he was trying to hang with the public into thinking that they're all like ET and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I know the uh, I, I'm pretty sure I know what Dr. Gurr was trying to do, but there is a couple of things. One, and a lot of people have noticed, has anybody else noticed just how fucking nervous that man was? He was hot nervous and he was sweating. I had the extreme feeling. Did you see his bodyguards? Yeah. Somebody made threats. There, there's a couple things. Also, a lot of people in certain chat groups, I mean, who are obsessing about the particular Marine. You remember that one I told you? He was deployed to uh, Southeast Asia after the tsunami. And he actually. I think so. Ran... I there's didn't know that story. Pete. Pete in the chat there, Dad actually went to Mount Shasta looking for the cave, and the people in the podcast side, it's a son of the naked Bigfoot, that's Pete um, talking about his dad when he went to Mount Shasta, thank you very much for telling us that Pete mm -hmm. Mount, Mount Shasta's eye was fascinating me yeah I know yeah. there's also a lot of people obsessed over the fact that uh, that particular Marine, as I was saying he was wearing Masonic pins. I noticed. You know, a lot of people are freaking out about that. It's like you, you do realize the type of shit that, that's going on. He may not be high enough level to be in the secret circles that everybody freaks out about because everybody th wants to say they know everything nowadays, but just based on a little right. snippet of something they see. Morons. I'm going to say something about the Masons, right? I'm going to say something about the Masons. The Masons. I've got a really strange understanding of the universe. Mm -hmm. I've seen in a Masonic Lodge. I've been in a Masonic Lodge. I've in my family were Masonic Masons, right? And I had a friend that is still alive that's that's in the Masonic Lodge. The is in one day, and the floor has a picture of the world. Mm -hmm. And before then, the flyer first like, no, it's no flat, it's a globe. Right? So it's a picture of the world, right? And then it's got a picture of like sun, the moon, the stars, and it's got like stars all around about it. I think they know more than they're letting on. I honestly think they know more today we're up there. Mm. Neil Story's coming on next week. We can ask him because he's a, he's amazing. Oh, that's gonna be a controversial interview, but hey, I like Neil. <laughs> yeah, Neil's awesome. Neil is absolutely amazing. But I, I was drawn to one, I was drawn to that guy standing, sitting next to Dr. Stephen Greer. 
there was just something strange about him. See the guy with the dark shades on? Yeah, kind of reminds me And then he got up and then he started clapping as if he's he's never clapped before. You know, he's clapping like a seal. He kind of reminds me of the, or you've seen it all over social media, that uh, there's a certain secret serviceman that he's all bald, you know, very pale skin. Yes. Doesn't exactly look like he's all human. Is that the one that looks like Alien? Uh, the Alien one. He's a Secret Service. I've seen that. Yeah. He, ironically, his picture looks like Elena's drawing of the Men in Black. See, that's the thing. Has there been any more sightings of the Men in Black ever since this uh, this stuff that's been happening? Nothing. Nothing solely that would be extraterrestrial in origin. Like I said, we were talking a little bit about the uh, Vegas case before we went live. You know, they that family claims that they've seen, you know, men in black suits and black SUVs. It's, it does sound like it's more the human variety, mm-hmm. but nevertheless, that is also something I would love to get on the show because, first, I find... well, first off, I'm disgusted at some of the people that are making the jokes about the fact that they are <laughs> Hispanic and it's illegal oh, aliens at, around. Look what Pete put in there. Look what Pete put in there. That's really interesting. Dad picked up on stories of a 12-foot-tall giant with skin colour of granite and bright blue eyes. I've heard those Isn't stories. Isn't that interesting? I've heard those I've stories. That loved under Mount Shasta, though, said that they were cannibals, but Dad spent 32 days there. That's... Ash, weird you should mention the blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that? Yeah. Right, that's interesting. Uh, but they were different for me. They were they were tall, but they were human looking. Were Maybe they? that was just a. Were they? Maybe that's how I perceived them. You're hanging around a bunch of ass eaters. Well, I'll need if you're about the moon, you're you need to go and visit the quota. He's got a lovely ice cream selection. Oh, I wish. Hey, Pete, man, Pete, in the chat, you need to come on sometime and tell us more of your dad's stories because your dad was awesome. The stories your dad mm-hmm. used to tell, really miss him, really day. But Mount Shasta is... You need to go there, Dakota. We, right, everybody oh, donate. It. Let's get Dakota to Mount Shasta. That's, a, that's a definitely, that's definitely a bucket list location for me, to be, be completely honest, but... Right now, I just put up the most of the money I had saved for the Orlando trip, so. Yeah. Well, you'll have a good time. You know, the, all the UFO girls that'll be dancing, you know. I just think not know what mad. But. I think, I think someone's jealous. I'm not jealous. I just, he's never, you want to hear something sad? He's never done. You ready? It's a certain dance. He's never done. Oh, on the, this shit again. The time warp. He's never. Can you believe that, Pete, in the chat? He's never done the time. I talked to your dad about that one night, Mike, about that. And do you know what? Honestly, if you're about Mike, please, for the love of God, whoever made existence of whatever it, who it was, this man needs today the time warp again. Elena, please, if you're watching this, please ask the DJ at the dance to play it. Well. You've got to come up with new material, man. 
Well, there's not right. You're, you're getting all you're getting all blushed there. You never you've never done the time work. It's it's a dance. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Everybody's seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, I'm not but obviously there. you have the bit. It's like I'm not there to focus on all the shit. There's shit I gotta do while I'm down there. I I know you're going to be meeting all these alieny people. You know, you're going to be discovering the the essence of alienism or whatever it's called. You know, it's got to be awesome. What? Uh, I don't so, know what to do with you. You wonder why there's something's always trying to kick you off when we have a guest. I know it's weird, but I've got that fixed now. So, well, you know? let's, let's see. To let's the see. mountain. What's that? And earn your way. What's that? What's that? He says there, son of the naked Bigfoot. And earn your way. Days there. And earn your way to the mountain. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would like to go and see something like that, Mount Shasta. I've I've read, I've seen so much about it, and I would. It's an amazing location. I would like to just sit there and watch the UFOs get in and out. Wouldn't yeah. you? That would be cool to see. You know, but eh, by the time you go to Orlando, there could be so much more news out. There's going there's, to there's, be. Aye. Let me think. There's going to be even more in. I, I just I don't know, man. Do you know what would be the deal? Do you know what you could finally do it if Doctor Stephen Weir could pull this off? If you're watching this, get one of our extraterrestrial friends to come on stage with you and talk to the public. Who says he hasn't? See, that's that's an interesting fact. I they've been humans, they look like humans. Get what I mean? But to basically say this is something make up a bad alien name, but I don't know. This is such and such. Is from the planet such and such, and he's here to tell you why they want to help us, and it could do something to make him look like an alien or whatever. I think it would shock people, but I think it would help. I think it would get it out there instantly. I think it would make like, something. Uh, all the gray and reptilian-looking ones have been ordered to stay back for a little bit, just because. Humans are absolutely terrible at blanket assumptions. You know, we think we know everything. Just look at the number of people who get flustered over little inside jokes. Yes, a little ledgy. I'll give you that. There's Sonny the Naked Bigfoot. Pete, again, uh, remember the rule of the road. You have to give a little to get a little. Yeah, if only a bus full of Playboy monies could just break down in front of my house. Wouldn't that be the ultimate fantasy? See, ladies and gentlemen, what he's really thinking about, he's sitting there at night thinking, oh, please, Lord, just let the Playboy Bunny bus break down outside my house. I'll go out and hit change any tyre, any spare tyre. I'll do it, Lord. Please. Hey, we got Playboy that watches us too, so. We got a Playboy that watches us? Who? We got a a few. Oh, hello. Well, and they find you absolutely repulsive. No, I'm just that's terrible, isn't it? That's, just, what was that? Just no hairy nuns. Then he's out. Remember, where are you going on about Pete? You going on about hairy nuns? Oh, uh, why do I get a feeling that's another Mike story? Oh, I I like the one that your dad told us about the the Exorcist ring. Everyone that's watching this, please go and look up uh, uh, Mike the Naked Big Fish channel and watch the one where they go 
the the exorcist ring. It did a favor for a priest that night. A wee dance room about the graveyard, you know. You would date for an exorcist ring, wouldn't you? I didn't have to. Uh, but you didn't. His is made obviously powerful than yours. You know what I mean? His is made special. Well, you, well, no, no. Mine was given to me. Somebody says to you, I'll give you an artifact from a UFO, right? But first you have to dance naked around the graveyard for this priest in the corner. Would you do it? I would want to see the damn artifact first. I would say it was a too many wanker. Flashy, too many wankers like you out there who think me dumb. Who think, think they know everything about me. I've got that ring. I'll tell you something. Dude. The stuff that your dad had in that cabinet. Oh, my God. The stuff that he's got in there. I had weird dreams after seeing... I'll tell you, remember the video we did where he found the clay face? And mm-hmm. I, I had weird dreams after that. And I was I dreamt, I dreamt about that mask. And it was like, I dreamt... I was in the jungle, and it was like the drums were playing. I, I shit, you know, I see for like four days. I tell Mike this, and I had this weird dreams, and they were chasing me with that mask on. And when I witnessed it, I it, honestly, Pete, I hope you've got all that stuff locked away in a special place. Here's Dakota. He wants to come and see it. Mm. Yeah. You know, but I think going back to the disclosure stuff and going back to that in Las Vegas, right? There's a lot of reports out there that the aliens were inside the cab of that tractor. It was a loader of some kind. That's what it was. I don't think they were inside the cab. I think they were at the back yet. And even at then, I don't think they were aliens. I think they were man-made, cyborgy things to make them think there was an alien invasion or something. Honestly, that's what I think uh, it was. Honestly, you got to be careful because I've seen a lot of fakeries, oh, yeah. fake videos circulating around and just a number of people that are, once again, fucking believing everything they see I online. Know. Why is it? And this is the thing, in its own YouTube, t- you'll get somebody that'll take CGI, make a spaceship, right? And there'll be like 10,000 folk will believe that it's real. Right, you can clearly see it's made really badly, but then somebody will get a, a video with like a UFO that's actually been captured, and folk will say it's fake. I just, I just don't get that. I just don't really get it. I don't know, man. I don't know. There's I will say of... this: there's something going on. There is something going on right now in the world, and there's a lot of. I do think that the governments of the world are trying to turn people's eyes to like maybe Russia or turn people's eyes to other things. You know, because there's a lot of stuff happening. You know, there's this uh, one particular influencer I've seen on TikTok. I've been trying to find a way to get her on, but haven't had any luck. Now, even Dr. Greer is aware of this incident. She was streaming the press conference through her TikTok, right? Right. Right as they got to that Marine with the Masonic pins on his 
the suit. Mm-hmm. TikTok shut it down for misinformation. <laughs> so almost a few, quite a few thousand people were watching it through TikTok, and yeah. they shut it down. And to yeah. which she also makes kind of a valid point, and kind of have to wonder ourselves when you really think about it what the hell else is going on that revealing aliens is the lesser of two evils no i truly think yeah i I truly think that the world is about to change for the worse i think there's going to be a few a few years more than that it just darkness on this planet i think we're in, i think yeah i think we're yeah i think we're heading into war i'm going to say that right now i think we're already at war we're rushing that because we're sending them stuff when you go out to europe and stuff but i think it's going to go down with like taiwan and honestly there's a lot of videos out there and this is i'm going to say this there's a lot of videos out there that people say no oh, there's u.s military moving through cities in america right and then there was one, you ever see, there's one the new in TikTok and it's all the Ospreys flying together, right? Mm-hmm. That was an air show. That was an air show, right? I researched it. Yeah. It wasn't, it, it was no training, it was an air show. Yeah, no, I've had a couple of yeah. people try to, no, we've actually just had an air show here not too long ago. And there's been people trying to say, Dakota, they're training near you. Can you, can you remember? It's like, it's an air show. Yeah. It's usually not very all that exciting to be completely I, I'm honest. I'm also going to say I'm also going to say this they're going on about how there's armored vehicles getting shipped across America. If you look at some of the armored vehicles, you can tell that they're old armored vehicles and they've got the old camo for the desert. Mm-hmm. And what usually happens is the they ship them off to a yard to get refitted and repainted. Right. And but I do I will say this, there is something about to go down. There is something biblical that's got to go down. I think it's got to change the world forever. You know, the reason why I named this episode What May Come, because a lot like what we did with Brett last night. Yeah. I think that needs to be a question when we close out some of the interviews centered around uh, UFOs, because I did send a message out, hopefully, to get Robert Kennedy on. To talk about you know some of the his stuff he's been getting targeted for. Yeah. God, that'd be an amazing fucking conversation. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I do feel that the world. I'm going to say this. See the. I'm going to say this. Here's a prediction. I'm going. I bet you the banks crash. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you in the next couple of years, there's no such thing anymore as paper money. Hmm. And I'm also going to say this, and I've seen reports say I didn't believe it, but I know people that have seen reports of this. I'm not going to mention it. You know the jibby-jabby thing that you get in your arm. Have you seen that they've been doing it to fruit and vegetables? Yeah, you've been bringing it up on the last couple of shows. We had airtime. Yeah. They've... and. Honestly, if you live out there and you're watching this, see when you go to buy your produce and stuff, please go to your local farmer's market and buy your stuff. That's what I do. 
they wanted to be a, a lot more effective about distribution, they would easily just insert it into mm -hmm. high fructose corn syrup because what doesn't yeah. have that nowadays? Exactly. But I, I think we're entering the state now that even our food isn't right. Our food doesn't even taste the same anymore. I mean, I went to a supermarket the other day and I got some corn, Ken Corns in the cob. Mm-hmm. And they taste it like cardboard. I see, I'm serious, they taste it like cardboard. Then I went to the local farmer's market and I got some for there. And they were totally different. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of genetically modified stuff. So if you are watching this, guys, you are listening to this, guys, support your local farmers. Support your local farmers and buy their stuff. It might be a wee bit more expensive, but I'll tell you something new. It's going to be a lot better for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, and honestly, guys, be ready because I do think something's coming. I don't know if it's going to be an alien invasion. I don't know if it's going to be World War Three, but I think it's going to be a bit of both. I don't know. And I've been seeing a lot of people freaking out over Blue Beam. It's like ever. First off, the the good guys have. Yes, we'll see that because that tech's already been utilized. I mean, have you seen the? Videos going around of Dubai with all the floating wheels. The bills. Yeah, I've seen that. I find I mean, that spectacular. That's actually that, spectacular. Yeah, but if you actually pay attention, you know, this could easily be something overlooked by the number of people who are having. What's that? <laughs> Dakota. Dakota as, just as you mentioned, TikTok shutting down the girls' video. Your, your podcast stopped on my phone just like that. What? <laughs> yeah, it just shows you AI. Good to love it sometimes. Which will be interesting to see what happens because next week, especially, I'm just saying with the whales. If you look carefully, you can tell they're computer generated. The graphics aren't that good, but I will be interested to see what happens next week. We are going to be oh, doing yeah. the Neil story interview pre-recorded, just you know, just yeah. accommodate his the schedule a bit. So we'll be dropping that one on Sunday. But mm -hmm. that Saturday before, we actually have someone coming on who was on the panel for the 2001 conference, Dr. Greer Hill, Dan Willis. Yeah. And we mentioned I know we mentioned Elena a lot. You know, my mother thinks I have a crush on her. I've done it so much. <laughs> hey. It, 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 it. Hey, what? She, she's a beautiful, intelligent woman, and I'm honored to call her my friend. That's they it. call it Poppy this motherfucker. Love. On the other hand, really, I did, did. Did your mother actually think that I'm going to message your mama? She's actually, she's actually said that to me through my face. Well, if you look, I think the two of you make a great couple. No, I, I have. A, I'm, I'm married. A man. young You're man, gonna, a young mother, mother, strapping man. Motherfucker, you're gonna get me in trouble with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But anyway, Saturday we have Dan Willis coming on to talk about a lot of his research, everything that's going on, and you know, obviously, Elaine is probably going to be coming up in that conversation because he does keep track of a lot of her testimonies and backs up the fact that if anyone's worth listening to, it's her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which should say something considering some of the individuals Dr. Greer had his, on his press conference actively try to talk shit about her. 
I know I, I'm very disgusted about that. I know. I was going to try to reach out to some of them. It's like, first off, I understand. I can level if you have disagreements, but the level of fucking shit. See, yes, Dakota has morals, despite what some people try to say. I'm going to I'm going to say this. Elena does amazing work, right? Mm. Absolutely amazing work. And there's people out there that are jealous. I want to say a bad word, but I'm not going to. I'm very jealous. They're very, very jealous. I'm being proper here. And I think they're just jealous, to be honest with you. And I, that guy that you're talking about, is it the guy in the blue jumpsuit? It looks like you can the guy I'm talking about when the, the very end. With the badges, mm-hmm. I thought, aye, I right. I, the, the guy for the cold place, aye, right. yeah, the, the Antarctica uh, guy, yeah, that Antarctica, was him. That's him. And I, I believe Elena more than I believe him, right? What anybody else just see that white flash of light that was right behind me? No, is it your wife coming to give you a slap in the face because you were talking about Elena? She likes Elena. First off, I wish that, I, wish I, I don't know. The 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 I know. Wouldn't that be funny? You know, wouldn't you that could drag something up. You, when I when I put my hand towards it, you could drag something up. You put a string down below, and a big hand comes out. I don't know. Just have it to where, like, you know, I go to offer you a drink, hand it you across the screen, and you just grab it. You know. Yeah. I will say this to you about TikTok. I don't think TikTok's got long left before it's gone. Because yeah. it's got to get shut down. They're going to try to. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, it's full of absolute utter pish. That's my Scottish community for you. It's coming out in absolute utter I don't think I've ever seen anything. I, there's maybe a couple of things on it. But the amount of like, violence that's on it, the amount of like, sexual content that's on it, and I, I just, I just don't know what's happening with us. Says world. the guy it's... who left the comment about my penis size on one of our look. Videos. You, sh- you I, I can help it, guys. Why don't you tell everybody before we end the live about what the comment was and what I put? Uh, he was saying that he needed the one that would be in centimeters because it would be a lot more accurate for him. What? Just remember, Elena, very small. I don't think he listened to a damn word I said. Just said. What did you just say? I said that you said you were needing one in centimeters, so would it be more accurate for you? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when <laughs> friends are can see, but we can't all blame them, you know. You can't all be that bad, you know. But honestly, when you go to that Orlando thing, you need to do the time warp again. Dude. Let's do the time warp again. You can't already, rage them. You have to jump I'm already going to be pushing for time just flying out there. Oh, but yeah, there's a disco at night. You've got all the old women, the loads of the old women that you've been chatting up. You know? They'll all be waiting on you. Yeah, see? See, ladies, see how he talks about you. See, y'all, y'all want to call me? 
Y'all trying to call me the asshole? You call me the asshole? Some of the shit he says, at least I'm up front about my remarks. The shit he talks about by people behind their back. Do you know what he says? Do you know what he says to me? All the older women will be waiting on me. Mm-hmm. No, I just don't you worry. You, you just, I respect you. I respect you, and this man needs to teach the lesson in Orlando. Really does. I, I think you should all grab him don't, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> you know, you're just admitting something there. That's funny, is that? <laughs> yeah, no. Like, oh. I'll say, it, 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 without respect, I will say that you're there. Yeah, blood pressure does that well when you deal with someone like this. Hey, he's gonna do with the lassies and the humans there, hey. Don't you worry, we'll find a hairy one for you. No, maybe Pete in the chat will be able to find you a Bigfoot or something like that. Actually, you never really see a a female Bigfoot, do you? Yeah, you do. Really? Yeah. Oh, male. And, and you would you would love it like your National Geographic, you know, stash. Just fucking mm. get a Cinemax or something. What's that? What? Wow, we should probably end the show before we really go off the rails. No, what was he going about? What is it? Oh, what? I never you broke up for me. They said you should really get it up. Yeah, that's what you said. No, you should get your just get yourself a fucking Skinamax. Try to get stop beating your rocks off at National Geographic, ladies and gentlemen. And ladies, I, I have to say that because I'm in National Geographic. I is in. I is in the. Mo- <gasps> Somebody spotted the monster. I see there's a new picture out of the Loch Ness monster. Oh really? We're going to have to do, we're gonna have to the do monster. Big shadow. It came into the Milky Way. Hey, it came out. out. It did. I just honestly, just for my, my, my we, we better we'll end the show because we're going off the road. Drew, why do you always come in last minute? <laughs> Goodbye, it's, everyone. It's I will like see everyone. you all in the spaceship. Uh, let's we'll see you later because we're already going way off track. I'll be in the dance hall. Thanks for tuning into the Bald and Bonkers show. If you enjoyed the show and want to show your support, head over to our website at baldandbonkers.net. There, you'll find our merch, services and more. Thanks for being part of the...